This is Lake Effect on Hunter's Bay Radio from the Sawdust City Brewery Studios in Gravenhurst, where we can see the streets. The snowbanks have finally left us, and the ice is just about gone as well. Good to have you along this Saturday morning. Some great entertainment in the area. One of my favorite performers, Ron Sexsmith, is in Huntsville tonight. I can't make it, but maybe you can. I highly recommend it. He is uh, heading to the Trinity United Church in Huntsville, uh, the Huntsville Festival of Arts, presenting that show, 8 o'clock. What a performer. You have to check him out. And another performer in Gravenhurst tonight is Luke McMaster from McMaster and James. And I had the chance to attempt... A Facebook Live interview last week. We had some technical difficulties uh, at the beginning, but finally uh, figured things out. Uh, A new experience for me, and we've recorded that interview. We're going to share a portion of that interview and some of his music that he'll be performing in Gravenhurst tonight at the Gravenhurst Opera House. It's a Motown sound. It's the Icons of Soul tour that lands here in Gravenhurst this evening. Still a few tickets uh, available for that. And we're going to get to our interview that we had with him just a few days ago as uh, he explained his new album and uh, his new path of music. So here's that interview. Luke, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Fantastic. Well, we're at a brewery, and we're very tempted to go try some of the product after this interview because we've had some challenges with the technology. I think you've I think you've earned it, and uh, I thank you. uh, Yeah, (laughs) Facebook is a funny thing. I I've I've done a couple of these before, and I I didn't need headphones, but apparently now you're supposed to be wearing headphones when you do these things. So now we know. You live, you learn. Um, You live and learn. I. I talked to you back in the early 2000s, I'm sure you don't remember this, uh, but you were coming through the town that I, that I worked at previously, and you were coming through as McMaster and James, you are going to do a big show. It was much easier talking on a phone, I remember, than Facebook, um, but uh, a lot has happened since the early 2000s. You're, you're now on your own, you've had four solo albums since, and you're coming to Gravenhurst with a Motown soul sound tell us about the icons of soul well uh yeah a lot has happened since mcmaster and james uh things i guess sometimes come full circle mcmaster and james we were dressed up as a pop duo but our influences were always very motown um or blue-eyed soul uh our label used to call us the canadian uh uh the canadian hall and oats and And so, you know, when McMaster and James uh, kind of ran their course, uh, you know, I, I always wanted to do a record that was really authentically Motown. And so I ended up doing a few records. Um, and, uh, one of my records called All Roads, where I really went old school, hired a band and, and re- rented out an amazing, uh, beautiful studio called Revolution in Toronto. And we played live off the floor. And... and that caught the attention of a publisher named Leeds Levy, who he's a guy that his dad actually published the Beatles and Leeds has published all kinds of Motown artists and Elton John and you name it. And he, he ended up hearing this All Roads album and he, he had this amazing idea. He said, Luke, you know, you're really influenced by, by Motown. You have been your whole career, but what if I could actually get you through to the guys, some of the guys that actually wrote this music that you're so influenced by and so affected by, 
And somehow he managed to get me through, um, hooked up a phone call with a guy named Lamont Dozier, who wrote All the Supremes, The Four Tops. Uh, he wrote uh, How Sweet It Is for Marvin Gaye, on and on. Like his discography is astonishing. And uh, developed a bit of a, uh, of a friendship with Lamont and ended up doing some songwriting with him. And, and it turned into something that um, was bigger than just an album. Uh, we decided to do a documentary because, you know, we were working with this incredible guy with such an incredible story. I mean, he grew up in Detroit. And he, he worked with Barry Gordy and he worked with Smokey Robinson and developed that part of the fabric of the Motown sound was Lamont Dozier. So I just learned so much from him and I thought, you know, I want my fans and fans of Motown and Soul to go on this journey with me. So now whenever we do a show, we're, we're really bringing people, we're kind of opening up a window to the past for people and we're going, you know what, we're going to play some Motown music, but we're also going to tell you the stories of when we worked with the guy that wrote these songs. And oh, here's a new original song that we wrote with Lamont Dozier and just... It's just such a cool experience and, and honest to God, like I've never been more, you know, excited to do concerts and share this experience with people. It's not just like, oh, I got to go do a tour and work and stuff. It's more like, oh my God, people have to kind of hear what I've just done, see some of the clips from the documentary, hear this new music. It's just, I'm so excited about it and I can't wait to come to, uh, to Gravenhurst and, and share that with your, your people as well. So being one of the few select people that would have an opportunity like this to to actually connect one of the with the originators in the Motown sound did did he share any stories of the of the time uh, perhaps working with Barry Gordy or or the miracles or the four tops did he share any, share any of those uh, experiences with you to maybe to motivate you with your own music Well yeah he he really did I mean it was really interesting because um you know, I was a little nervous, not a little, I was very nervous, as you can imagine, yeah. to sit down with this guy. Um, and very starstruck. Um, of course, and, yeah. and it, but he, and I, I just kept saying, you know, like, thank you so much for, for taking the time. Like, he, the guy doesn't need, you know, he doesn't need to be working with me, to be honest. Like, he, he, his career, he's like, his house is just littered with Grammys and Oscars and like, yeah, he could have incredible. retired a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know what I, one of the biggest lessons I learned from him was that he truly just does it because he loves music and he loves sharing his gift with the world. It sounds kind of cliched, but that's truly what motivates this guy. Um, and he would do it whether he was being paid or not. Um, I mean, he's gotten fabulously rich, by his talents, but it's, it's, it's come from such a genuine place. And he did tell me, he told me a lot of really cool stories. Most of those uh, I'll share at the show, but uh, there was one story that he told me about working with my absolute singing hero, Marvin Gaye. And he, he, uh, he had this song, he, he worked to, uh, with these two guys, the Holland brothers. They were these two really talented uh, lyric writers. And, and Lamont was the music guy, he was the producer. And they were working on this, uh, this little track, I don't know, you might have heard of it, called How Sweet It Is. Sure, and, yeah. And, yeah. And so they were like, oh, we really, we're, Barry Gordy was like, oh, great track, you know, Marvin Gaye would be this, this, this new singer we've, we've signed. He'd be great on this track. And so they book uh, some studio time with Marvin Gaye to come into the studio and record a vocal. And so Marvin shows up to the studio and and they're like they don't have a lot of studio time to begin with and marvin gay was in a big rush he was like hey guys you know uh so so what's the song you want me to record i've got a golf game at like three 
So it's <laughs> 2 o'clock now. Like, we got to do this thing pretty quick. I got some money on this golf game I'm going to. And, and so they were like, well, well ha haven't you heard? We sent you the demo, uh, like, a, two weeks ago. Haven't you heard it? And he's like, he's like, no, no, I haven't heard the song yet. What, how does it go? So they're like, uh... So they kind of just like, they play, they play the rough demo. Like they just like, I think Lamont had sung just a really quick demo. They play it for Marvin Gaye. He listens to it one time, gets the lyric sheet in front of him. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. Hit, hit, hit play. So I uh, hit record. And so they just, they ran it down one time, one time. And then he was like, wow. guys, that's all the time I have. He took off <clears throat> and they edited it together. And that is what you hear now. That is the final. And that was one take. So just unbelievable, just incredible stories like that, where, where you're just like, you know, these, these people that ended up becoming absolute legends and just these really intimate stories that I was able to talk to Lamont about was just so cool. And there's music from the Icons of Soul album. It's the fourth solo album from Luke McMaster, who we're speaking with this morning via Facebook, an interview that was taped a few days ago, uh, Facebook Live. Uh, bear with us. And Luke is in Gravenhurst tonight. We're going to take a short break and listen to the rest of that interview right after this from the Sawdust City Brewery Studios in Gravenhurst, Jason Harnett and Lake Effect on Muskoka Magazine on Hunter's Bay Radio. Like a kite that we fly, making soar. 